0: Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment.
1: Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good.
0: Hi, right, welcome back to the Good Cop, Bad Cop Baseball Podcast, Episode 7. Uh, guys, I have no idea if this is even going to work. Uh, we've just recorded a little wrestling segment for MGB. Um, I got Dustin Tarr with me. I got Chris Tarr with me. I've got the wrestling brothers with me. Uh, we're going to try and chat a little baseball. We've already said we got some problems. It, we keep losing signal. So if the talk kind of breaks up a little bit, we apologize. Um, we're going to try and do the highlights this one. This is not going to be our... Dustin, given the chance, I think it would probably be our longest episode because I know that you love to talk. Uh, I think we're going to have to do a shorter version today because I don't (laughs) think the technology is going to help us. But first of all, I want to know favorite teams. Like I can see I know Chris's favorite team straight away because he's wearing his Red Sox cap. I'm wearing my Red Sox cap as well. But is it Boston for both of you guys?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now,
0: my question is why? Because to me that doesn't sound like an obvious one. Like we've talked about your background, where you guys are from, that doesn't seem like an obvious uh, team for you to support.
1: Uh, well, I grew up. Uh, my my dad, our dad, is a huge Orioles fan. Okay. Uh, and so Cal Ripken was Cal Ripken Jr. was the was the god to mm. us growing up. He cool. was the way, to my dad, he was the way you're supposed to play baseball. That was the way I grew up playing baseball. Was the Cal- the Ripken way. Um, and and growing up around that area, around the you know the Delmarva area, and you know growing up around the Ripken Way and that Orioles baseball, that old school Orioles baseball, that's that's just he was the guy. Um, I actually I went to his his final game, his his retirement game. I was there, uh, sitting like third row in center field. Um, and so he was my favorite ball player growing up, but the Orioles. I, Other than Ripken, I had no attachment to the Orioles. So when he retired, Chris had been a Red Sox fan his whole life. And I believe it's because Chris is a pitcher and the Rocket was (laughs) the man. (laughs) There was nobody in my eyes, in his eyes, there's no pitcher more intimidating, more powerful, more explosive than Roger Clemens. And so that I feel like is why Chris grew up a Red Sox. That was his chosen team. And so when Ripken retired, I had no ties to the Orioles because Ripken okay. was gone. I, you know. And so my ties were to the Red Sox. And especially when we got old enough to go, up and, go out and visit that area, we fell in love with that area and the passion out there. And it's unlike anywhere else I've ever experienced, the passion for their teams. And so we are Boston everything.
2: Um, so, yeah, growing up, I you know was a pitcher in Little League, middle school, high school, travel ball. Um, I was a pitcher. And to me, the best pitcher at that time in Major League Baseball was Roger Clemens. There was no one better than him. Um, the way he attacked the strike zone, the way he would just blow fastballs by the best hitters in the game. Like, at that that era, lineups were stacked. Like, he was, you know, say what you want about him using performance-enhancing drugs, but... You know, he was going against guys using performance enhancing drugs and just mm-hmm. blowing fastballs by him like it was nothing. Yep. Um, just his attitude. He was a bulldog on the mound, and I wanted to be that. I wanted to have that edge every time I got on the mound, just knowing like I'm gonna I can strike you out, I can blow this fastball by you. Like I'm not intimidated at all. You're intimidated by me. So you know, because of that. And, you know, he left and went to Toronto. I was, I stayed Red Sox. I'm a Red Sox fan um, because it wasn't just Roger Clemens. I was a big Mo Vaughn
1: fan at the time. You Vaughn. grew up thinking I can play ball like that. Yeah. I, I can, because I was a middle infielder uh, and I wanted to play like once Pedroya got up that like I wanted to play ball like Dustin Troy oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like I wanted to put like a little bulldog in the middle infield like yeah. so
2: and no more Garcia Parra uh Jose Offerman just like Troy O'Leary like those guys you know just they like Dustin said they're very relatable and you know they were, and of course they were the curse was running strong and it was just like you know made you want you know made you be even more of a fan each year when you know the heartbreak and it's just like all right next year we got it
1: it's almost it. like the heartbreak made you want to keep coming back yeah for some re- for some weird reason like i i don't know i you know
2: the. i thought that not i thought 99 was going to be the year that we broke the curse i pedro martinez was at the top of his game and i was yeah. just like he's going to carry us to the world series okay. um <laughs> Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, but when it finally did, I remember, my gosh, I was in my college dorm room. And when we were down 3 nothing to the Yankees and the ALCS, I was just like, I remember my buddy who was a Yankees fan calling me, just giving me a bunch of crap <laughs> like it's over. They
1: had just beat us 19-8 to in game yeah. three. If you weren't even a baseball fan at that point in time, watching that comeback would make you a Red Sox fan. Oh, yeah. It Could- was that good. We've watched that in the gym so many times while working out. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I had
2: my fiance watch it. She's not. She's never been a baseball fan at all. She watched that, and she's like, "Well, I'm a Red Sox fan now. Like, I, that was awesome."
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah, that's how that's how it came to pass with the Red Sox.
0: I think everyone has that. Anyone Red Sox fan, I think, has the one point where it's like, I can't believe they didn't win. Whichever it is, like if it's 86 or if you're going right back, 67. I want to say 46 as well. Eno yep. Slaughter going way, way back. I'm sure I'm sure everyone thought at that time with Ted Williams, <laughs> we're definitely going to win.
1: How could you not? Yeah. Mine yeah. is ever.
0: 3 And Nine we three. firmly believe, I
1: don't know how you believe, but we firmly believe Ted Williams is the greatest player of all time.
0: Definitely. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted mm-hmm. um, I wanted either one of my sons to be named um, Ted or Theodore. Um, I, tried to, I tried to get it as Theodore William. I tried, we tried to get something in there and it didn't work out. But um, no, my sons do have baseball names. So both their middle names are M- Red Sox MVP uh, World Series winners. So I managed to get something. Uh, Mason's initials are MLB as well. So yeah, I did get the baseball theme in there. But no, to, for me, Ted Williams. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. That is
0: legit. That's awesome. Love it.
2: It's <laughs> yeah. he's a good guy. Wait, what, how many years did he take off and go fight in the
0: war? Four years? That's true. Oh, yeah, it was at least. I think it was. It might have been longer than that. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah I think it was World War Two, and then it was like a year and a half, two years for career as well. Crazy. Yep. yep. And he comes back at 39, and he still nearly bats 400 that still year. Best,
1: I think he yeah, was best close.
0: Best oh, I'm back. Ooh. All oh, right. That's brutal. At least that
1: went in the middle of the story then.
0: No, it wasn't. That that'll that'll part will edit perfectly. All right. So <laughs> I started looking through my notes to try and if I can figure out because I had a list of different things I was going to talk about. I try to figure out what my most important things are. If we could at least get something that you considered good that happened and something bad from baseball, I think we got it. I think we got some some form of a show. If necessary, I don't even have to speak. I, I'm quite happy listening to you two guys as well. This season?
1: You want to talk about this season or just in? You can general? talk about
0: whatever time frame you like, but the show's good, cut bad, cut baseball. So we normally have something good. We normally have something bad.
1: Uh, for us, I like. I love the, the Trevor story joining our team. Like mm-hmm. uh, for uh, for us, I, I felt like we that is the player that I did not know we needed.
2: Uh, to me, something good. How about that? Um, the game uh, was it. Dreams that was, game. Yeah, that was awesome. That's pretty awesome.
1: I think we lost it. Oh,
0: I'm here. Okay. I don't know how dreams. long, but I, I'm here for now. Yeah, I'll try the, and hang uh, around for a little bit.
1: Uh, they're gonna do a field of dreams game every season, right? Yeah, I hope so. Because that was awesome. That was very very cool. Very They're cool. already
0: putting out um, some promotional stuff, win tickets to the field of dreams. So uh yeah, no, that's gonna be a like a yearly thing. Because people are asking me, like, are you going? I'm like, how much money do you think I have? <laughs> like those tickets were ridiculous. Like everybody who yeah. was anybody wanted to go. And it's yeah. it's only a small well, it's not even a stadium. Like, I don't it's no. probably only a few hundred people who can go. So it's going to go to corporate people. It's going to go to people if you win a prize. But no, the whole lot. Uh, the biggest mistake I ever made was going to the Field of Dreams. Um, but this is when I was teaching in North Carolina. So we broke up around May. I probably got the end of May. was around my ankles i didn't realize i had no idea how corn grows you guys might have some idea of that i had no idea i was expecting to come out the field like the ghosts were and i was so excited it was around my ankles that was it i was like oh my god so i gotta go back at some point to visit but yeah much later in the year do not go and visit in april or may or june because it's just yeah it's not the same
1: (laughs) um i what, what so let's see uh dreams game um i feel like there's something else i wanted to talk about
0: uh did you watch the home run derby this week the all-star game the future
1: i watched the game i didn't want i didn't watch the derby i watched the game uh while i was at work um and i mean i thought at first i love those uniforms yeah i'll say that there's i got i want to get a a bogart's jersey like the the all-star jersey yeah
2: yeah i saw uh someone posted on facebook that um since albert Pujols participated in the home run derby they were talking about when he hit his first home run They had the ages of all the other participants in the home run derby at the time that he had his first home run. And the oldest (laughs) person was eight years old.
1: That's awesome.
2: (laughs) Like, it's insane. But, and and he's still doing his thing. Like, I think that if he stayed, which I think he's going to retire after this season. He's retired. Yeah. Yeah. But I really think that if he stayed a couple more years, you know, if he consistently hits 30 home runs, he would pass Mm bonds. I I think he could break the record if
0: he stayed in it. But, you know, he wants that. I don't know how close he is. He, I know he's over five hundred, but besides that, I don't know. Is he over six hundred? I believe he's coming up on six hundred. Okay.
2: I, I could be wrong, but I I mean, I think I figured up not too long ago if he if he stayed in, you know, five more years and hit 30 home runs and, but he's, he's gotta like, be
0: he's gonna be forty-two, something like that right now. I don't know right? if he can.
2: But those guys in the old days would play till they're like fifty 50- five. that's true
0: that's true they were also doing
2: lots of cocaine and stuff like that somebody like him who's you know been a good role model for kids and he stayed clean his whole career and he's just a a good ball player so it's cool to see him you know at his age competing Mm -hmm. you know not just entered in the uh home run derby but actually competing and making it to the second round that was cool
0: yeah Yeah. i didn't realize they they got um the prize was a million dollars my son on with that and I was like, what? I thought they were playing for fun. I uh, didn't yeah. realize it was 000, 000. Kinda, it a million dollars. That's kind of, considering bonus. how lighthearted some of those guys were taking it. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. for those players who were still on minimum contracts, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I'm sure the, uh, football for football a, a million is probably not much and the money he's made in his career, but for the, those younger players, gee, yeah. that's a lot of money for one night's work. I
2: thought those they played players. for a car every year or a truck or something mm-hmm. it used to be. Yeah.
0: Like I guess we might be showing our age then as well. (laughs) (laughs) What
1: do you think of uh, them uh, doing ads on the uniforms starting next year?
0: Um, I probably don't mind it as much because watching soccer in England and around the world. I where
1: you're you're a football fan. You're
0: a real football fan, I guess. A real football fan. Exactly. They kind of do that. I thought they were doing that on um, other sports. I thought I saw that they They were doing that. Yeah. So it's, there, are,
1: there are some teams. Uh, hockey had started it last season. Uh, There's some teams doing it, but not not every team does it. And I think next year they're opening up Major League Baseball for everyone to do. It. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's I think, I
0: think it's kind of weird. I think it makes sense to do it. Like if you if, if tell me a stadium that's not named after somebody that sponsored it. There's not many left.
1: We want to keep it that way. <laughs> There's
2: still Wrigley Field, Shea Stadium. Is Shay
0: still around or did they change that? Uh, no, it's um oh god, what is it? All life MetLife something or oh, I don't know. MetLife. Is uh, it MetLife? Met there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: got you. Is Yankee Stadium still Yankee Stadium?
0: Yeah. I think so. I think it has to be. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's that big of a that big of a deal. Um the uniforms as well, I think it makes sense because then if you change your company they're going to fans are going to go and buy the next jersey like right now they kind of stay the same that's how you get people to keep buying the product in england you keep changing the sponsors or you change the you change something so i mean that's
1: why they did the the city the city uh jerseys and stuff like that where they you know they have us in the gold and blue or whatever it is (laughs) like the weird those weird jerseys that like uh the the white socks have the south side jerseys and yeah yeah I don't. The Yankees do one. The Yankees don't do one, do they? No, I haven't seen the Yankees do one.
0: Yankees don't do one. I don't think the Yankees do either.
1: They don't mess around.
0: They don't mess around. Have you watched
1: the captain?
0: Um, I tried to. Um, I tried to record it on the. Um, I've just signed up for Sling TV. Just so my, because my son wants to watch the All Star Game and the Home Run Derby. I'm like, I'll see if I can get it because we cut cable years ago. So I just signed up for Sling TV and I set the DVR for the Captain. And of course, the Home Run Derby ran over by like an hour, so I didn't get any of yeah. it. And it said like the next showing's like July 25th or something. So I, I, I will get around
1: tonight to at nine is episode two, but it's oh, it it's is so, so good.
0: It, oh, and sure. I
1: I always if I was gonna take one Yankee, it would probably be it probably would have been Jeter. Um, you know, in, in back in the day, back in the in the prime, I would I would take Jeter if I was gonna take mm-hmm. one. Uh, maybe uh, maybe Godzilla. I don't know. What's what's his name? Um,
0: Matsui.
1: Yeah, maybe Matsui because he used to destroy us. But um, but yeah, like it's such a good doc. I hate the Yankees, but you end up like feeling something for them besides hatred. Uh, with uh-huh. everything they went through with Steinbrenner. And mattingly and the stuff that he went through they cover a lot of that in episode one um it was, it was so good it was such a such a great doc
0: well, I hate the Yankees, but I I did like the DVD series. I know it was a TV series first, uh, Yankeeography. Like the old players, I got no problem. Like um, you can, and I'm not sure quite where my cutoff was. I think it used to be like mid 50s. I'm probably prepared to go to like late 70s now, as a few mm-hmm. years have passed since. But yeah, that was. How are you going to talk trash about Joe DiMaggio? How are you going to Mickey Mantle, yeah. Yogi Bear, yeah. Whitey yeah. Ford? Like this are
1: just you know? Room. It's even like, and of course we hate it, you know. Clemens went to the Yankees. Like, guys like uh, Mussina went to the Yankees. Like, guys that you don't want to see go to New York. But how can you talk shit about? Like, how can you be mad at them? You yeah. know what I mean? Ellsbury went there. Oh, and- God, yeah. Johnny Damon. Johnny, Johnny Damon. Oh, yeah. That hurt. Shave- Him shaving that beard. Yeah. That hurt. <laughs> that felt- it felt personal.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Who holds home run count? 685. Wow. What's- yeah, he definitely passed if he played a couple more years, it was Bonds seven twenty five seven sixty, isn't he 7, six seven sixty? Yeah, because I think
0: he's, uh, yeah, he's not getting another eighty home runs. How many does he have this season? Because he talked about thirty a season. So if he's on like fifteen right now, then he might be on pace. Possible? I don't think maybe? he is. He's only got
2: six this
0: season. Oh wow, that's it. He's not. He's not getting there. He's only going <laughs> to decline as well. It, it's. I know it seems ridiculously close, but I know those figures. Once you go past forty. That's a yeah. big drop off at that point. Yeah, it doesn't work. Hey, I found yeah. something about the Yankees that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, I saw this on Twitter. Uh, this was from a Yankees Slut. Um, the Anthony Rizzo Foundation is auctioning a 30-minute hitting lesson with Anthony Rizzo, Aaron Judge, and Giancarlo Stanton. I'm thinking of bidding and donating it to Joey Gallo. I just like the anti-Yankees stat. I think he's like 0 for fifty or something, or one for fifty. This he's he's having a tough time. Yeah, I was trying to find some anti-Yankees stuff because I, I figured I figured you guys were both Red Sox fans. I thought I was. <laughs> now I was actually in uh, Gettysburg this week uh, last weekend, and they were talking about obviously talking about talking about the North and they're talking about the South. And it's a, a force of habit. Every time they mentioned the Yankees, I had to boo. It's a bad habit <laughs> to get out of. It. Thankfully, there wasn't too much because my sons are nudging me like, shh, they're not talking about that one. And it came up on my Facebook feed. I obviously trained my I obviously trained Mason pretty well. Uh, This was from 11 years ago. So his uh, grandma was trying to get him to practice his spelling because she's always trying to do educational stuff with him. And it must have been around Halloween. So she asked him, what does boo boo begin with? And she's thinking, oh, what does boo start with? She's expecting him to say like the letter B. He said Yankees. Like that's what my <laughs> <point>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was as a three year old. I was like, oh, I've done good right there. Like,
1: a three year old. Wow. <laughs> I saw you like was, was very was he
0: confused. Doing, was he doing the scoring at the at Camden Yards? That was Jackson. That was uh, that was his brother. Yeah. So
1: you, your youngest was d- yeah. up there doing –
0: Wow. Yeah. He's eight. Yeah. Yeah, he that's went so to a cool. play ball event, and um, there was a lot experience. of different officials there. And after the game, after the practice, they were like, if you want to hang around, we're going to do um, it was Coppin State. They were like, we're going to do a game. We're like, hey, he wanted to stay. There was a rain delay for an hour. And I'm like, "Do you want to go thinking he'll go and he'll go. No, I want to stay. I was like, all right. So we hung around the playground for a little bit. And then an hour. And once we got to one o'clock, they were like, there's another hour delay. And I'm thinking, come on, let's just go, because they're going to say at two o'clock, we're going to cancel the game. I was like, do you want to stay? He's like, yeah, I want to stay. And, um, yeah, he uh, once he got to the game, he decided he wanted to score the game. He had some paper (laughs) with him. So he's take because he takes notes at wrestling because he became basically what Mason was. And he's he tried to figure out his own scoring system, which, of course, failed miserably. So we talked (laughs) about how you would score properly. And they saw they saw him. They were like, hey, come over here. So the scorer at the Coppin State game showed him how to do it. And he kind of got into it. And I guess somebody from the Orioles heard about this. And um, yeah, he got extended an opportunity to um, he said, hey, we'd like to invite you to a game and give you a behind the scenes look. Would you be interested? And we're like, yeah, you betcha. Uh, We'd definitely be interested. So um, we got there. Uh, we had amazing seats, best seats I've ever had. Um, behind the dugout, probably about five or six rows back. Um, he had the first two innings in the scorers' booth, so he could see how that worked. He had the third inning in the TV area, where they can't where he got the director cutting between different cameras and putting the graphics up on the screen. And then the fourth inning, he was in the uh, commentary booth, uh, watching the camera behind home plate and listening to the guys commentating. And um, oh, phenomenal experience! Gave yes, him a whole bag of goodies as well, like. Yeah, I just couldn't thank that guy enough for giving him that experience. It was and for me as well. I don't know. Even if Jackson didn't like it, I would have been like, I don't care. You, know, I was like, this is amazing. Like who gets a chance to be in the official at the official scorer's booth? Like you just don't. We uh, we
1: were lucky enough. We Chris uh won a lottery to get front row seats on the monster, on the green monster. Ooh uh, nice. was it twenty fifteen or two thousand sixteen? I think mean, it was 15, 2015. 2015. Uh, towards the end of the season, we we're playing the Orioles, and we had we were on the front row, on, sitting on the Green Monster. Nice. On the field, we got to stand on the pitcher's mound. Chris got pictures on the mound, like he was. Oh, doing. cool. Uh, we got to rake the dirt and whatnot on the mound. Uh, uh, yeah. It was it was awesome. It was, it was, cool. it, was like, it was a great experience. Just being on the field, being uh, we got to go underneath behind the monster where they do the scoring and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, it was it was wild. It was a wild experience. It was a, a wild couple of days, honestly. Like, yeah,
2: it's it's crazy to see those scores. Uh, like the guys that do the scoring out on the monster, uh, they just watch the game from a hole like yeah, this big yeah, yeah. <laughs> all game every night. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy
0: imagine in the summer that's gonna be so hot in there as well oh, like, I I know. there's air conditioning or anything in there so it
1: was september and it was hot yeah i remember it down there it was crazy yeah. it was a night game in september yeah but man what an experience
2: the head groundsman or grounds crew guy um and he was just like yep just meet him at uh, behind the third base dugout you know at this time and he'll take you out there and it's like we met there and i was just like yeah oh, this guy's not gonna show up this is too good to be true yeah and he, he showed up. up and was like, all right. Ladies. It was
1: with the looks we were getting from other fans. We we're like, who the hell are these guys? Yeah. Like, like, why are, are they out? getting to do this? Why are they getting <laughs> to do this? It was it was wild. Chris was standing. I remember <laughs> the funniest part of that. Chris was standing maybe five feet from Chris Davis, <laughs> and the the comment was like, he's not so big. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were you know talking about how Chris Davis was on the gas at that point in time and like. Uh-huh. Oh, he's, you know, he's cheating. It's like, he's not that big. He's not. He's not a big guy at all. Yeah. I was like eye to eye with him. I'm yeah. Like- <laughs> Crush Davis. Get out of it. <laughs> and we ended up winning. It was a dramatic win for us, too. Yeah. It was great.
0: Yep. That makes it so much better when they get the win. I went on my 40th birthday. I took Mason with me. I'd always wanted to see uh, Red Sox Yankees. And it was at Fenway. And it fell right on the Friday when it was my birthday. I was like... Boom, we're taking two days off score. We're going to head up there. And um, I think it was t- I think Red Sox might have been leading going into the seventh. And then Alex Rodriguez hit a home run in the seventh. And that was uh, that was the game. So that kind of soured the experience a little bit. It was great, to obviously, to be at Fenway and to see them play in the Yankees. That atmosphere is crazy. No, the- is baseball, that's a crazy it. rivalry, but...
2: I saw him lose one time. The first time I went, I went opening night, Sunday night baseball, first game of the season. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, That was against the Yankees. It was Josh Beckett versus CeCe Sabathia, Mm Sunday night baseball. And that was, we started out, uh, I think Beckett gave up like five runs in the first three innings. And, um, I was like, man, the first time I come up here, I come all the way here and I'm going to watch them lose. <laughs> and uh, I think we came back and scored like four runs in the eighth and then a walk off in the ninth. And it was it was a good night. <laughs> <So. clears
0: throat> yeah. yeah, I think I'm over two when I've been at Fenway. Um, really? It was uh, either July 3rd or July 5th. Uh, Roy Halladay was pitching for the Blue Jays. That's kind of tough to beat, Roy Halladay so at the time it was brutal but looking back with it i was like i i can't be too harsh on that he was a great pitcher
1: oh, he really was
0: oh so, yeah just one of those things yeah i got to go back again i know jackson really wants to go see Fenway, so we'll we'll get there at some point but you got yeah. to got to he's got to uh-huh yeah yeah the stadium tour as well is really cool I, like i said that's the only way i've been onto the green monster right now like i took some pictures up there and getting to see behind the scenes nowhere near as much detail as you guys did obviously because you had the you had the special package but yeah it's it's really cool to see all that stuff for sure hey i can see we're getting we're getting more of those cutouts again so how about we talk about something bad in baseball things that have annoyed you or things are not going so well besides the red Sox losing eight out of the last 10 before going into the all-star game we'll take that as a given i think but anything else that's kind of a bad cop moment you'd say for baseball
1: for baseball as a whole i mean i personally don't like the the changes the rule changes i'm not into how much the game is i guess evolved
0: you talking the universal dh or is it specific that one yeah
1: uh, specifically that one um the the things i guess that are meant to speed the game up um i I, like i'm a i'm a 90s and 90s baseball fan so to me when I watch those games, we watch the classic games. Those, that's so much better. That's so much more enjoyable for me. That's uh, like I don't care if the game is four hours long, five hours long, and like it doesn't matter to me. That's baseball. That's part of the game. It's part yep. of the game. Like so, I, I you know, instant replay and all that kind of stuff. And like I, you know, I'm I guess a traditionalist when it comes to baseball and the game has evolved so much it's getting to the it's it's honestly it's like watching WWE it's too polished it's uh-huh. too, it's too disney world you know i you know i can't watch wwe for that reason it's too i don't know it just seems like uh bland but yeah so I, you know all the all the differences that have have come to the game in in the 2000s i would say even in recent years, in the last five years, definitely that have changed I, I'm just not a, a big fan of that. You know, I wish I wish it was still. I wish it was still 1995.
0: I guess I can say the opposite because <laughs> I saw the. Um, it, I think it was the 12th year anniversary of uh, Andres gallaraga not getting the perfect game, and that call was horrendous um like i'd forgotten how bad a call that was i thought it was a bang bang play to finish off the perfect game and he must have been five feet out like if there'd have been instant replay at that point he would have got a perfect game uh he still got the win so i i'm actually okay with and i guess probably now because soccer has instant replay we have var now i'm probably kind of getting used to it a little bit more but you have it in all the other yeah. sports so I, I think for important decisions i i yeah, I think I think it's important, but you don't want it to slow the, the game down too much. But they have challenges. They are limiting. I didn't. One thing I did see when I was at the scoreboard, that I hadn't recognized. Uh, we were kind of looking up there. And I was like, what's this? I can't remember what the initials were. I'll figure it out in a second. Uh, M. V. L. I think it was. I was like, what's MVL? I, I know baseball has a lot of stats. I'd never even heard that mound visits left. You can only go to the mound five times now in the game. So they're stopping it like. You know, we, we know the tactics. Hey, we got, Hey, I'm just talking to you. Um, I'm pulling you in like the next batter. Okay. We just need to give the left-hander a chance to warm up, et cetera, et cetera. So there are certain things they're doing to speed the game up. So one of the bad things I did want to talk about, cause it kind of links in with uh well, not wrestling directly, but um, there was some fighting at the all-star game. Uh, there yeah. Was somebody, yeah. There's somebody with a Clayton Kershaw jersey on punching somebody in the clouds. Like, shush. I'm not used to seeing that at uh, baseball. Like if you tell me if you'd have told me this was like an Eagles game or something, I'd have been (laughs) like, fair enough. But at an all-star home run derby, people are fighting at at an all-star game. That's
1: different. But I've definitely been to. I would say the majority of games I've been to, whether it be Major League Baseball, National Football League, National Hockey League, there have been fights in
0: the stands. But at an all-star game, that's a bit much. You think that they're pricing that like? Because I know Jackson's like, can we go to the All-Star game? I was like, well, besides the fact it's 3,000 miles away, no. Yeah. I was like, it was in D.C. like three years ago. I'm like, did we go? And he's like, no. I was like, do you know why we didn't go? It's like, it was too expensive. Yeah. It's it's incredibly, yeah. And then he's like, well, I want to go see a World Series game. I was like, same thing. I was like, Nationals were in the World Series recently. Like, I wasn't paying $1,000 for a ticket. So, yeah, I don't know how much the All-Star – I didn't actually look to see how much the All-Star tickets were. But, yeah, if you're spending that money and you're fighting, that's not a good sign.
1: For a game that really doesn't mean anything yeah. – I mean, I know, I know that they added a stipulation to it in the last couple of years where it's like, what, home field advantage, uh, you know, World Series. But I, I just uh, – to pay that much money for a game that really doesn't mean anything, uh-huh. yeah, I'm not going to do it.
0: The other one I saw that I didn't like as well was the um, – I only saw it what well, the clip once. I saw it on Twitter. There was a guy fighting with kids who were trying to get Justin Verlander's autograph. Like, he was nudging them to the side and trying to put – he was being over He was being way too aggressive. I'm like –
1: Throwing oh, elbows and stuff. Yeah, I saw like, that. Yeah, I was like, you need to chill. <laughs> like, yeah, he's
0: just not, a complete jerk. Yeah. Um I'm hoping that guy gets named and shamed but um yeah you can understand the kids wanting to get autographs like J- Jackson's direction the reason I didn't tell you why we're actually in Delmarva tomorrow the reason we're in Delmarva tomorrow is I asked Jackson before we went up to the Orioles thing I was like hey if we can get you like a t-shirt from Walmart I was like um do you want to get one and he's like yeah and uh, the one they had was Mount Castle. I guess that's the one that they're, they're trying to push, Ryan Mount Castle. So I was like, do yeah. you want to get Ryan Mountcastle shit? He's like, yeah, I did. Anyway, I didn't realize we couldn't get it from the Walmart that was near us. Um, tomorrow in Delmarva, it's Ryan Castle Bobblehead Day. So he's like, ha! I want to go. I was like, okay, I guess.
1: That's so cool. it's the
0: first thousand. I don't even know if we're going to be in the first thousand people, but um, that's the reason why we're going to be in Delmarva tomorrow. So... We, we're I doing know. other things on the way, but um, yeah, that's the reason. But yeah, it, the kids, the kids like that. That's I'm, I'm sure it's the same with wrestling as well, though. If you can get yeah. the kids interested, you know what the kids are like when they see the wrestler and they see the big heel or they see the big baby face, and um, there's that. Def- and the more I'm doing this podcast, the more parallels I'm noticing between baseball and wrestling that I'd never noticed before. It's true. The more I talk, the more I talk about it. Oh yeah, I, of
1: course, yeah. of course. It's all it's all, and I mean, if, it's funny you, you talk about the Ryan Mountain Castle thing and, and uh, him wanting the bobble My I have a my son. We'll go back to wrestling real quick. <laughs> I, I have an eight year old son and uh, he 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 loves wrestling because he knows that we do it. Uh, yeah. It's he doesn't have any attachment to anybody other than like he knows who john cena is but his favorite wrestler because of his television show is the big show and (laughs) my son my son tyson is obsessed with the big show he has this dream that daddy is going to go and work for AEW at some point and res- get to wrestle the big show and take the choke slam but it's not because he's seen the big show in these matches And don't get me wrong i've showed him lots of big show matches now yeah. but he became a big show fan because of the show
0: the big show of show of course oh the big show <laughs>
1: so so he is he's
0: it's the weirdest thing and he's um i, I was about to say um it sounds like he's he is gonna be wrestling again and i don't remember the gimmick but there was something about the water boy like that yeah, didn't mean it, anything to me. Captain but... Sano. he's gonna do
1: Captain Sano.
0: Okay, that's <laughs> obviously when I didn't watch wrestling because it meant you didn't have...
1: watch. No, you didn't watch the Waterboy. You never saw
0: the Waterboy. If I did, it was a long time. I'm not really a big Adam Sandler fan. I think me he's me Adam. Either. Yeah, <laughs> I might have watched it once, but it's not very me- to me. It's not memorable.
1: Yeah, so no. the Water Boys' favorite wrestler was Captain Insano, and, and that was the, the actor that played Captain Insano was the Big Show. So
2: he's. Oh, in to-
1: Boss? I yes. So okay. they've, oh. They've licensed it and everything. So yeah. That should be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and huh. apparently he's got himself back in good shape. The Big Show can get himself in really good shape. Like, it's insane. how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: All right, I think we'll wrap this up, guys. I know we it doesn't seem like two hours, but we've had so much technological issues. I know, I'm Maybe sorry. The, no, I'm, I'm really sorry. You guys have been super patient. I would have loved to chat more with you without all these constant interruptions. But
2: same here, same here. Awesome.
0: It wasn't meant to be this time. I am hoping, though, with no gaps in here, it seems like we get at least 30 seconds before it cuts out each time. I would like you to try our last segment that we like to do, which we call the Devil's Advocate, where you have to defend a hot baseball take for 20 seconds. Hmm. You guys up for that? Give it a shot. This sounds like this. This sounds like this is a perfect thing for you because it's basically like a promo. You uh, don't necessarily agree with it, but you gotta you gotta go with it anyway. You gotta convince me. Now I know you can't see my screen, so you're not gonna be able to see the 20 seconds. But um, I'll tell you when the time's up, and I'll cut you a little bit of leeway if you go over. So you gotta defend this whether you agree agree with it or not. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, you're not gonna agree with it. That's for sure. I actually forgot to do this. I had to think about these as I was driving across um, to take Mason to his practice. I, Chris, I'm gonna let you. Choose. Do you want to go first, or do you want to let Dustin go first?
2: <laughs>
0: I'll go first. All right. The thing I'd like you to defend is it was very classy of the Nationals to send one Soto to the All-Star Game on on commercial airplane a day after he had turned down their deal.
2: So I'm I'm supposed to agree with yeah him on a commercial airline. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Why does he? Why does he deserve you know to go on a private plane? Like what? What has he done for the team? Like, I mean, if, if they would send others on a commercial airline, what, Why does he deserve special treatment? They've sent guys in the past to All Star games. If it's one guy
0: or two guys, they send them on commercial. Like what? Why does Juan Soto get special treatment? There you go. That's twenty seconds. Um, it was there was actually one other case of that happening. I heard. Um, apparently, the Mets player um, they. He was going commercial, and then they found – the Mets um, organization heard out about it, and they were like, whoa, 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 hold on a second, and they actually gave him the chartered jet, and they let him fly straight out there, but I thought that was pretty bad at the Nationals. Like, even if Juan Soto is leaving, why do you want to piss him off, like, for the next 18 months or however long he's got on his contract? It just (laughs) seemed like a – it seemed like a nickel and dime move by them. It's not a classy move. Um, so anyway, I didn't like it.
2: I heard Actually, the A's, uh, the A's sent their lone all star, I don't know who it was, sent their lone all-star commercial and Houston Astros found out about it and they had, you know, four or five guys going. So the Astros had the
0: A's guy fly with them on their wow. plane. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. See, I
0: thought necessarily if you're, uh, well, I guess they don't necessarily live. You trying to
1: get in everybody's good graces again. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought. They're trying to babyface so hard. Yep.
0: Now, yours is actually kind of related to Juan Soto as well, Dustin. But um, I'd like you to defend the idea of um, the idea of a 15 year contract for any baseball player is a good idea. Oh
1: my dear lord, this is gonna be tough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't agree with this at all. <laughs> That's the um, point. You a think, Chris had a little thinking time. You got you got a little thinking time. I, I'm not starting the clock yet.
2: No, I was struggling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is great. I'm
2: like,
1: what has Juan Soto done? Well, he's done plenty for the team. <laughs> he has. Yeah. <He> <laughs> I like Soto. Okay, so a 15 year contract. Uh, yes, it it locks you in, and but it it's it makes you stay. I mean. As a team, you want to make them feel stable in their position on the team and in their life, and providing them with a 15-year contract is basically making you an ambassador for the team. That's telling you we believe in you so much as an athlete, as a player, and as an ambassador for this team that we're going to stabilize you for 15 years no matter what happens. You're with us and you're getting paid.
0: So, you managed 30 seconds. That wasn't even. Uh, that wasn't even... <laughs> you know, I let him talk. You know, I couldn't tell if you could hear the beep go in the background. So, I was like, I'll let you go to the end of the sentence. It just happened with <laughs> a, a run along sentence. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> go. No, I think you got it. I think the way to go with it is you make him the face of the franchise. So, yeah, he becomes an ambassador, blah, blah. I the My big worry, though, for Juan Soto is, and we already talked about injuries when we talked about our wrestlings. Can you imagine if he had a serious injury right now and he turned down $440 million? like yeah. he doesn't have much money right now he's on minimum contract i'm assuming yep. he has less than 5 million in the bank which mm-hmm. for for everyday people that's a heck of a lot of money still sure. but to turn down 440 million insane like i showed that tweet to to my son i was like can you believe he turned down 440 million and then i heard 15 years? I'm like, what the? What? Was, I don't even think the Nationals, I don't even think that was a, a sensible thing that they were doing. I don't know no, why. Oh,
1: God, no.
0: Absolutely not. So much can happen in 15 years that that just does not seem like a... That's
1: a whole you know, career. Cancer. That is. That's a whole career now. You're putting him on the billboard, basically. In yeah. DC. Like, that's, you know, so...
2: Yeah.
0: I can't defend that. I mean, I defended it as best as I could. <laughs> now, I was being nice to you guys because that wasn't really the real one. The real <laughs> one was supposed to be, but as a fellow Red Sox fan, I couldn't possibly do this to you. It should have been that, um, considering what a great start to the season the Yankees have made. I'm going to switch my allegiance from allegiance from Boston to New York. That yeah, that more. should have been the one I would do, but I was like, <laughs> there's, there's no way I would be that mean to you guys. I'm like,
1: they'll blow it in October. They'll blow it in
0: October. <laughs> don't win anything in july that's for sure that's right yeah. that's yeah. absolutely right yeah just a shame that boston went into the all-star game they haven't they had such a good run like they started the season so bad and i was like this is over and then they had such a good run and then that last 10 games was uh yeah just not good hopefully trevor story can start hitting and hopefully chris sales injuries i think is chris sale out for the year do we know no yeah. he, he could come back he could come back <sighs> No, like, the, that guy just can't catch a break that's right now.
1: us so much. No, I agree. He cannot catch a break to save his life. No.
0: Yeah. Like, that contract that Boston's dealing with right now, they've had so few games out of him. It's just no, – no. and that's the same thing with one solo. If you sign him for a 15-year contract and you get those injuries and uh, – Yeah. It's – yeah. I'm sure they write it off. I'm sure they have some way of getting some uh, insurance on things like that. But, yeah, it just seems like
1: – up a, being the Bobby Bonilla deal. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't know if you know, Chris Davis is on kind of a similar deal to Bobby he got Yeah, I actually talked about it on last episode because I was curious to, to hear about it. I was, I was like, uh, I wonder how much, I wonder if they, he said he had a, he said the length of the contract. Oh, it was an eight year contract, about 160 million, and it was signed in 2016. And I was like, hold on a second. We're not in 2024 yet. Do they still owe Chris Davis money? So mm-hmm. I looked it up. So he's on a full salary this year. He's on 23 million this year. Wow. He gets 9 million a year for the next three years after that. Was I think he then ever it goes down. worth the money they paid him? Yeah. Never. No. It was then like 3 million for the next six years, I think it is. And then it's like a bobby number. It's like 1.2 million for the next five years or something like that.
1: So, That's yeah, insane. he's still
0: locked in for a lot of time. He's still owed 42 million
1: my god that's crazy
0: wow uh yeah i yeah. mean good for him i guess but sure. lord he did he chose to defer some of it and i i gotta i gotta think that that's probably the sensible option like if you get a lump sum at once and you could spend that if you know that you're still getting a million dollars in 12 years down the road or something that's yeah. got to be a good thing that's yeah it, so Yep. Yep. Guys, thank you so much for putting up with all these. This is actually the longest we've gone without an interruption, I think. I know. <laughs> Just as we're trying to wrap this up, perhaps all the technology finally figured itself out. Please go ahead. Tell us where we can find you on uh, Twitter. Um, remind us again of the date and the location for that um, homecoming event that's coming up as well, please.
1: Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Tar Tweets. It's easy. Tar T-A-R-R, Tweets. And on Instagram at Tar Pix with an X, P-I-X. Um, you can find Chris at Christian tar on on all platforms, platforms. on all platforms. Um,
0: I thought it was tar talks. Oh, it's tar tweets. Tar tweets. Mm. Oh, okay. So my probably should be tar talks talks as well. I was like, (laughs) yeah, you can tell from your Twitter handle that you like to talk. I could have sworn (laughs) it was tar talks. Jeez. I got to stop speed reading. I do this every single time.
1: (laughs) No worries. So, uh, my next show is August 6th. Uh, it's in Kenston, North Carolina uh, at the fairgrounds there, I believe it's a, a memorial show for a little boy who was a huge fan of us for years and years and years. He was, uh, I believe, killed in an automobile accident. Uh, his name is Shane. So it's the uh, Shane Smalls uh, uh, benefit or Tribute Show. Uh, that's in uh, Kenston, North Carolina again on August 6th. Uh, I believe I'll be wrestling Dwayne Allen Uh, And then I believe our next one after that is homecoming on September 24th on Shinketig Island in Virginia. Uh, That's Eastern Shore Professional Wrestling homecoming. Uh, And look, again, we're negotiating that,
0: but we really want to beat these guys up bad. So I think we're going to get it done once again. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, This will probably come out next week. Originally, I was supposed to be in New York all of next week. So I tried to do two episodes this week. And, of course, that fell through. But, hey. The
1: music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin MacLeod at incompetech.com licensed under creative commons by attribution 3.0 http scroll on slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash